0: Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is
1: Detlef Today we dive into the deep unknown ocean of our creative mind with the intersection of art, technology and philosophy. So today we are embarking on a journey to the dawn of human consciousness, to the moment when our ancestors first begun to see symbols in the world around them. So frankly, back to the moment when our ancestors first began to perceive and use symbols. So as we delve into the world of symbols, it's fascinating to consider how our understanding of them has evolved over time. So for me, it was always fascinating and uh, it's still difficult to understand this, this abstract moment. So. I use this challenge to research into that. But first of all, hi, my dear listeners from everywhere off this planet. It is great to have you on board. I mean, I'm going to do that for myself as well, but on a different way. And it is always challenging if you have somebody w- where I can share your knowledge. You know, somebody. I mean, I finished my studying uh, in 2016 and it was great to do all my research because I had philosophers and lecturers on eye level and for me it was still a challenge to learn a different language and to study visual art in a different language so here we go i love my podcast and i love all my listeners too i mean thank you very much for your support from everywhere from ireland from germany france argentina america dallas in america colorado in america miami san francisco it is really i mean i hope i can come sometimes to you guys over there and we're gonna do a live podcast in in l.a or whatever lovely if you are new to this podcast i suggest just come to our facebook group i love west cork artists and uh, become a member because then you're able to share with us all your knowledge and you can join into our discussions and uh, or just follow my account on instagram at thatchlish or at attitude or at I Love Cork artists where i post mostly every day somehow images even of my projects or that what i'm going to go through in my podcast. I mean in earlier podcasts i had a lot of artist talks if you want to look back into that, but currently i feel like his research helps me as well a lot in my recent projects. So my idea was to combine this with a podcast as well. I mean however, we've learned already in the last episode with the knowledge of Pythagoras that in the early days of human civilization Numbers were deeply tied to symbols. They were not just abstract concepts, but carried rich meaning and associations. So I was wondering where these associations are coming from. Where did they start? It? And I was trying to imagine, when did we perceive the first time that we are surrounded by symbols and when did we start to use it? So I tried to go with you through, through that. So imagine if you will A world untouched by technology, a world where nature is the canvas and the palette. In this world, our ancestors found symbols everywhere. For them, the body was not just a physical entity, but a symbol, a story. The way they moved, the way they interacted with the world, these were expressions of their thoughts, their emotions, their identities, if you want, the branches of trees, the shadows of birds, the petals of leaves. Each of these natural elements held a meaning, told a story. So I realized when, when I am looking into the nature, so these symbols were not just practical tools, for navigating the world, but meaningful expressions of their experiences, their connections with the world. So this embodied understanding of the world mirrors the symbolic understanding of our ancestors, which was for me somehow mind blowing because this was a eureka moment in the evolution of human consciousness. Our ancestors began to see beyond the immediate physical reality. They began to see connections patterns, meanings, they began to use symbols to communicate, to express their thoughts, their emotions, their visions. I was wondering, um, who is gonna, which contemporary philosopher is looking deeper into that and I found that the philosopher Duoyi Fei has been at the forefront of this shift. She's been exploring the increasing focus on the body and its connection to thought. I will look deeper into her because this might seem like a departure from traditional philosophy which often prioritized the mind and abstract concepts. But in fact, it's a return to our roots. So I will come maybe in a later episode back to her Dooji fei i will put her name into the descriptions i just discovered the book the book is quite expensive it's just from 2023 and it costs still 80 or 100 euros i'm i'm not able to buy that or I could go to the Kindle edition, but uh, I still like to have the hard copy in order to write into it. For me, it's it's like a very sacred moment. If if I read a book, I love to do everything with the book, what I want. That means I, w- I love it to put drawings into it. I love it to put just to, yeah, to put colors into it if I want, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> I love it if, I, if I'm going to go into a library and, and if I see a book where, where they have just... Little little underlined um, pencil lines. So if people like to get noticed, some some stuff. Now what I'm gonna do is I take a marker, a green marker, a red marker, not a black marker, but <laughs> but uh, I underline it black. I love it. I love it. I love it. So do all you say. Look her up. Maybe it's something for you. So I mean. I asked myself the question, how long did it take for the human brain? from the first process of realizing a shadow and using it as a symbol. So when did this symbolic understanding of the world begin? And I was looking into that as well, so and based on the available research, it's really challenging to pinpoint the exact moment in human evolution when our ancestors began to perceive and use symbols. However, the paper titled Language and Modern Human Origins by Shepards suggested That complex language capabilities, which includes the use of symbols, began with the evolution of the genus Homo. So this would place the emergence of symbolic thinking at least two million years ago. I mean, which is a long time and for us very difficult to... And again, it's it's a very abstract moment, you know, and... and, uh, as well, th- this this is just um, to pinpoint an exact moment is probably for us now still impossible. But I am artist, you know, and I'm getting inspired by things like this, so I try to to get closer to that. I mean, that's my digital shamanism. This contains my digital shamanism. If I really, if I'm really able to put myself into a hard drive which happens in the 90s, you know. All of a sudden, I I understood the systems of a hard drive, a digital hard drive, and I could (laughs) hypnotize myself and (laughs) fly into the thing, you know. And all of a sudden, I was able to build a computer on my own. So, um, from the beginning to the end. it's, It's all interesting for me. I know there's a lot of other things and we have we have our other nature surrounded but uh, i try to put everything somehow together you know because i mean as we really were able to understanding of the world beginning this was a pivotal moment in human evolution a moment when our ancestors began to see beyond the immediate physical reality they began to see connections patterns meanings they began to use symbols to communicate to express their thoughts their emotions their visions i have to stress that out again you know because i mentioned it before but i mentioned it again just to make that understand because this all is still very abstract for me maybe i try to visualize it for me and for you to give us a better understanding i try to get into that i see a single flame flickers casting dancing shadows on the cave walls the walls are adorned with primitive drawings symbols of a time long past that might be a good way to start yeah i can smell i can smell the cave can you smell the cave ah that's great imagine again a world two million years ago. A world untouched by modernity. A world where humans were just beginning to understand their place in the grand scheme of things. I see see a group of early humans gather around a watering hole. They are alert, their eyes scanning the horizon for potential threats. Yeah, talking, talking talking. Whoa, 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 whoa. In this world, survival was the only goal. Every day was a battle against nature, against predators, against the elements, But amidst the struggle, something extraordinary was probably happening. So I, I try, I tried to fly and I went to a cave in the night. There's a cave in the night. We see a young human, barely more than a child, sits by the fire, and we see the shadow on the wall. In their hands, they hold a piece of charcoal. Their finger tracing shapes onto cave wall. She's drawing symbols on the wall, or he is drawing. I don't know. It's probably something what came up. Probably. Something what came up in the mind. The birth of consciousness is this actually. The first spark of understanding that we were more than just creatures of instinct. That we could think, we could reason, we could create so somehow like this it's supposed to happen but I mean I think this happens not in a moment I mean and, and the idea of a young human barely more than a child being the one to first create symbols is actually a metaphorical representation and not a literal historical account I want to stress that it's based on the observation that children often exhibit a natural curiosity and openness to new ideas that can lead to innovation and discovery so the idea of of a young human, Those children are known for their boundless curiosity and, and their ability to learn quickly, so they are often more open to new experiences and ideas, and they are less constrained by pre-existing knowledge and assumptions. This makes them probably natural explorers and innovators, so that's the reason why I mentioned the idea of a young human. In the context of early human development, it's possible that younger individuals with their flexible minds and natural curiosity could have played a significant role in the development of new concepts and practices such as the creation of symbolic representations. So why not the idea of a young human? However, it's important to note that this is a speculative interpretation. The actual process of how consciousness and symbolic thinking developed in Early humans is a complex issue that is still not fully understood and is the subject of ongoing research in fields such as anthropology, archaeology, and cognitive science. But I would like to go back a little bit into the African savanna. So the group of early humans are now working together, using primitive tools to hunt a large animal. So this consciousness didn't emerge in a single individual; it was a collective awakening, a shared understanding that spread through the group. Each individual. Individual contributing a piece to the puzzle, each discovery building on the last. I mean, I've tried to understand that, and I can imagine. I mean, we have somehow we know there is a collective awakening in animals as well. sometime, you know. So look it up, research a little bit. I mean, this will would blast this podcast back to the group, so or back to our cave in the night. <laughs> I can still smell the the rain falling down outside and the young human has finished the drawing it's a simply depiction of the hunt but it's more than that it's a story a memory a symbol and so we began to create symbols putting it into nutshell symbols that represented our experiences our thoughts and our dreams we began to communicate in a way that transcendent, the here and now, that allow us to share our inner worlds with each other. But now back into this, into the night. The group of early humans sit around the fire, their faces illuminated by the flickering light. They are talking, laughing, sharing stories. This was the birth of human consciousness. A shared understanding, a collective awakening. It was a journey of discovery, of exploration, of creation. And it's a journey that continues to this day as we strive to understand ourselves and the world around us. So this ability to perceive and use symbols set the stage for the development of language, art and culture. All the things that make us uniquely human and it continues to shape our world today as we navigate the digital age. A world filled with symbols of a different kind. I mean, overwhelming. So, as we delve into the world of symbols, let's remember our roots. Let's remember that our ability to perceive and use symbols is a fundamental part of our human nature, a part that connects us to our ancestors, to each other, and to the world. Right. I would say now fast forward to the 21st century and we find ourselves in a world where symbols are more prevalent than ever. But they are not just the symbols of nature, they are the symbols of the digital age. Emojis, icons, logos, memes. So, these digital symbols, like the natural symbols of our ancestors, carry meanings, tell stories, express our human experience. Well, but what does this mean for us individuals and As a society, how does the symbolic view of the world shape our perceptions, our decisions, our relationships? And what does it mean for our creative expression, for art, for culture? These digital symbols, like their natural predecessors, are a language. They are a way for us to communicate, to express ourselves, to connect with others. But unlike natural symbols, digital symbols are not bound by physical reality. They can be anything we imagine, anything we design this opens up a world of possibilities for creativity and expression i mean it is somehow amazing if you imagine if you if you compare that to the symbols from New Grange, for instance, or, or whatever, you know. I mean, it also poses challenges in the world, saturated with symbols. How do we discern meaning? How do we navigate this complexity, the ambiguity, the overload of information? And how do we ensure that our digital symbols, like our natural symbols, reflect our human experiences, our emotions, our values? I think these are questions we must grapple as we navigate this digital age. We must strive to use symbols thoughtfully to communicate clearly, to express authentically. We must remember that symbols whether natural or digital are not just about conveying information, they are about connecting, about expressing and about understanding. So, I mean especially if if symbols are used in public, or in order to explain public, when we exploring the symbolic roots of our communication in the digital age, we realize that the lines between previously distinct artistic and design practices have blurred. Video games, special effects, architecture, contemporary art—all these fields are now intertwined. All using digital symbols to express their ideas, their visions, their stories. Take digital animation, for example. Once a tool for creation, Creating cartoons and special effects is now a fundamental tool in the creation of various modes or elements of life. I mean, take TikTok or Snapchat. Or, or, or it's used in everything from scientific visualizations and architectural designs to political campaigns and social movements, and it's getting worse and worse. And it's not just about creating pretty pictures digital animation is increasingly being used as a means of intervening in social and political areas even in fakes since a lot of long, long, long years. It's a way of making statements, of challenging norms, of sparking conversations and we're getting saturated, saturated, oversaturated more, more, more. But uh, some artists they they use as well this and express it very well. Um, I mean, the age where we're living, that's consider the work of Contemporary artists like Mark Leckie, who uses animations to play with the history of low-bro forms and undermine the notion of form itself. Or as well there's Jordan Wolfson, who uses animations to explore the shadowy underbelly of present-day popular culture. These artists are not just creating art, they're using symbols to communicate, to connect to challenge. So it's Mark Leckie and Jordan Wolfson. I might come back in another podcast to them. Uh, I just find them in my research. And uh, I have to look, look it up as well. So as we navigate this digital age, let's not forget the symbolic roots of our communication. Let's strive to see the stories behind the symbols, the human experiences behind the pixels. Because at the end of the day, symbols are not just about representation. They are about communication, about connection and humanity. I have to stress it again. As we draw to a close on this episode, let's take a moment to reflect on the transformative journey of symbols from the dawn of human consciousness to the digital age. In the beginning, our ancestors found symbols in the natural world around them. These symbols were not mere representations, but a way to understand and navigate the world, to share stories, to express emotions, and to connect with each other and the world around them. Fast forward to today and we find ourselves in a world where symbols have evolved and multiplied exponentially. They have become an integral part of our digital language, shaping our interactions, our perceptions and our understanding of reality. But with this evolution comes a challenge. In a world saturated with symbols, how do we sense what's real and what's representation? How do we ensure that our use of symbols enriches our human experiences rather than distorts it my dear listeners this is the challenge of our time the challenge of the digital age it's a challenge that calls for mindfulness for critical thinking for authenticity it calls us to remember the roots of symbols to remember their purpose, their power and their potential so as we navigate this digital age let's strive to use symbols not just as tools for representation, but as bridges for connections, as catalysts for understanding, as vehicles for human expression. Because at the end of the day, symbols are not just about representation, they are about communication, about connection about humanity so this was somehow for me um, a research which I very appreciated and I still don't know where I'm gonna go next week but uh, let me know in the comments what do you think and uh, how do you perceive symbols in, in a world like now I mean I think for us people in the 50s 40s 50s and older it's coming more and more difficult to see and to understand the world in which we are living but i hope i could give you a little encouragement with this podcast to find your way in, in all this digital symbolic forest my dear listeners i hope i see you next week next sunday early confession 10 o'clock and um, until this time Have a great day, have a great week, and don't watch too much YouTube and TikTok and, and, and. Bye bye, you're deadlift.
0: You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion, and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. That was too close.